0: I think Aaron Rodgers, along with some help, can save the Jets. Aaron Rodgers himself, no, he cannot save the Jets. Joining us on In Shambles
1: today, we have Super Bowl champion, Antro Roll. How are you? How we doing?
0: I'm doing amazing, man. I'm blessed. How
1: about yourself? I'm doing well. Super excited to have you on the show. I want to get right into it, man. So you played with and against some of the best players in NFL history. What was your most memorable moment from playing football?
0: The run that the Giants made, the Giants made in 2011 season. Um, you know, we were seven and seventeen going into the last two games of the season. It was do or die for us, and uh, we all know the outcome. You know, we ended up clicking. The team ended up having this, you know, undeniable chemistry and camaraderie that you know led us to Super Bowl 46, and you know, we were we were crowned the champions. And I think you know the Super Bowl in itself was great. But I think it's more of the, the brotherhood and what it actually took in order to to reach that level is what really stands out to me because it was it was a it was a hard nosed grind you know it was a hard nosed grind uh, a lot of sacrifices a lot of pain blood sweat tears but you know no one ever folded and that's what it takes in order to be a Super Bowl caliber team.
1: Love it, man. You know what? We, you know what I didn't love is I was a
0: Patriots fan oh, and <laughs> you man. beat us. So <laughs> my apologies. <laughs> It's all right.
1: You know what? (laughs) You guys guys fought hard. You fought hard. But you know what was interesting is the Giants in 2011, when you guys made that Super Bowl, that was the first time in NFL history that a team with a negative point differential reached the Super Bowl, let alone win it. What point in the
0: season did you guys believe, you know, we can actually win this thing? I can't tell you it was a point in the season because I I can't tell you that we were a Super Bowl caliber team. Um, I knew that we had potential and I knew that we weren't playing to our fullest potential. I wouldn't say that I necessarily thought we were a Super Bowl contending team. Um, But when we did have those two games left, I think what we did as a a unit, I think we all dialed in and we all bought into the same system, which was sacrifice for the guy next to you. Um, You know, let's put all the selfish needs, desires, wants, accolades, you know, statistics. Let's put all that to the side. And let's just grind and let's 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 just let's just dog it out for the guy next to you, and let's just see how good we can be. I mean, you know, we didn't have Super Bowl on our minds, but we were just like, let's take it one at a time, one game at a time, all the selfishness to the side, and let's just give, let's just give it all we got. Let's just be dialed in. Let's be all in. And that was the outcome. You did it. Yeah. You won. You won
1: the damn Super Bowl, man. Won the Super Bowl. That's incredible. Yeah. That is incredible. So in that Super Bowl. You defeated Tom Brady and the New England Patriots. Did you or anybody on your team fear Tom Brady?
0: Fear? I wouldn't say fear. Respected? Absolutely. Uh, did we know what he was capable of? Absolutely. Now, if you ask my coaches, they may give you a different story. I'm sure my coaches will say, "Hell yeah, they feared him," because just from the play, just from the uh, the play sheet alone. It was different than any other place we had the 20 games prior. Um, but you know, Tom Brady is a guy that has that it factor. And what I mean by that is it doesn't matter how much he's up by, how much he's down by, you're going to get the same guy. He's going to keep his foot on that throat. And he's just a relentless competitor, he's a fierce competitor. I mean, you know, honestly. For a guy who might not have had the measurables and, you know, all the 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 praise as far as athleticism, he sure as hell can make every throw. You know, he sure as hell can, is, is an accurate quarterback, wouldn't need to be. I remember there was a point in time in the Super Bowl where I believe he completed 17 passes straight. And, uh, you know, I mean, that, that says a lot going against a, a fire-hot Giants defense that we had. But that just shows you the, the, the caliber of guy he is, you know, he's he's relentless. He's he's a, he has a never quit, never die mentality. And I think that is the reason that's one of the reasons why he is considered the GOAT. Um I I definitely consider him the GOAT. I don't see anyone who can or will surpass him.
1: I don't I don't think it's possible. I even named my dog Brady. That's, that's how much <laughs> I love the dude. Your quarterback in the in that Super Bowl was Eli Manning obviously now huge broadcaster alongside Peyton was he that funny in the locker room
0: listen he's a funny guy man he he he's a funny guy he's a he's a prankster uh you know he's a guy that and, and a lot of people don't know that you know a lot of people don't know that at the bottom but you know Eli's a very woman guy you know I I my, I shared a locker next to his for uh 5 years straight man and I enjoyed every minute of it he's a guy that you want to be a leader, not only of your offense but of your team. Uh, you know, I can't say enough good things about the guy. Uh, outside of his athletic ability and the things that he's been able to do for the New York Giants in his uh, career, I just think he's just a stand-up guy all the way around. Yeah. Uh, you can tell he was he was raised very well. Um, you know, he respects the organization, he respects his peers, and more important, he respects the game of football. He gives it everything he's got.
1: Yeah, man, I definitely hated seeing him in the Super Bowl. But now, I have a love for him. I mean, he's a great broadcaster, super (laughs) fun
0: dude. You can tell. I mean, you can
1: just tell watching him he's a great guy. No, absolutely. So, you know, you're a stand-up guy as well. Giants legend. The Giants. Odell Beckham Jr. was a star for that franchise for a long time. Do you think they made a mistake letting him go?
0: Uh, I, I don't think that they necessarily made a mistake. I think it was a combination of of things. I think, uh, you know, Odell was very, very young in his career. And, you know, people ask me this question often, and I tell people, listen, if he had a chance to do it all over, would he do some of the things that he did where he made some of the mistakes he made? I'm sure he wouldn't. I'm sure if he can go back on it, I'm sure he would uh, hope and pray that he had done things differently. But it kind of comes with a territory when you're a guy and you honestly become a world sensation overnight. I mean, you know, a lot of of people knew who he was. A lot of people knew, you know, what his potential was. We didn't know, you know, to what extent. Um, But when you look at a guy like Odell Beckham, right? You know, good looking guy, carries himself well, you know, nice built guy charismatic, has the attitude, has the playmaking ability, has the dog, has the look, you know, the attitude to go along with it. And then you become an overnight sensation. If you put that on a platform for 100 guys to take, 98 would probably react the way that he did. It's it's, it's a hard, hard luggage to carry. And, um, you know, I just thank God, you know, that he didn't get himself in any trouble or any permanent trouble you know he did some little answers off the field that i'm sure he's not even proud of and you know him and i've had conversations about it uh but odell is a stand-up guy i think he you know even after some of the things that he endured being with the giants i think when he had his next go around in cleveland I, I think he definitely made up uh a, a different name for himself and i think that he actually matured a whole lot more while being with the cleveland browns and sometimes that's what it takes Sometimes he just might, he, he just, he might just needed a change of scenery and maybe the Giants he did the same thing. Now I didn't like it. You know, I didn't, I didn't like the move. Um, I felt like he could have honestly owned, you know, the, the, the state of New York. I think, you know, it, it was his territory to claim, but you know, God had a different, a, a different deck of cards for him, you know, and you, you got to play what you're dealt. Yeah. And I mean, honestly,
1: look, he, for, if you were to put a regular guy into Od- Odell Beckham junior scenario, he probably does way worse stuff and way worse antics than he did Odell really did carry that self carry himself for an overnight sensation he did it pretty well yeah I mean, that's the truth. absolutely give that yeah,
0: credit you know you still you have to remember you're still talking about a guy who's at this point in time when that happened he was twenty two years old yeah, that's how old I am you like, know you put me 22 in that position years old, like I couldn't imagine myself being in in that spotlight, at twenty-two years old, man, I, I probably would have yeah. went crazy. Um, yeah. But you know, like I said, for the most part, man, I think I think he he carried himself pretty well. You know, like I say, there was some antics that I'm sure he's not proud of, but nothing that was so crazy and so, so yeah. crazy and so nothing off too the wall. bad. Yeah, you know, nothing he too didn't bad. Get legal trouble. You know, he didn't. You know, he he wasn't. You know, you're gonna hear his name. Obviously, you're gonna hear his name. He's Odell Beckham. Yeah. Um, he was a dog. He was a and, dog. But as far as playmaking ability, I tell people all the time, he's arguably well. He has the best talent I've ever been around. You know, I, I, really? I played guys that were phenomenal, phenomenal wide receivers. You know, and Larry Fitzgerald Bolden, like, and Quan Bowden. Like, in my eyes, damn, that does, doesn't get better than that. But Odell Beckham Jr. he brought something different. You know, you're talking about a guy who, yeah. not even six feet tall, can jump out of the gym, can make every throw, can make every catch. Uh, you know, he's just a guy that was just an all-around athlete. Like when you see him on the basketball court, you're like, damn. You see him on the soccer field, you're like, damn. You see him throwing a pitch, you're like, damn. You see him throwing a football, you're like, damn. You see him he was a guy that can honestly do it all. But as a wide receiver, I think he was special.
1: He was. And he, he had that type of swagger about him. And, you know, who else had the swagger? It was 2001 Miami Hurricanes, a team you were a part of. Was that the greatest college football team of all time?
0: Oh, absolutely. I don't, I don't think there's even a question. Now, you know, there's teams that you can argue and – and say that they could have maybe competed with us, I guess you want to say. Um, I really don't think so. You know, I think Texas had a great team. I know LSU had a great team. I know the USC's had great teams. But if you were to match those teams up against us in 2001, there's no way in hell they're win the game. That's for sure. (laughs) Hey, fair enough, man. You guys were
1: tough. Uh, You know, back to the NFL, though. Wide receivers and defensive backs. Who do you think is
0: overrated and underrated? Neither. neither, neither. I think I, th- I think when you're talking about wide receivers, I mean, come on, man. They, they, you know, they sell the tickets. I mean, quarterbacks are quarterbacks, yeah, but the wide receivers are the divas of the offense. You know, they they, they, they yep. get jiggy with it. That's what you want to see from the wide receivers, right?
1: That's what you go to see. Yeah,
0: you buy. Yeah, the and, and, and I think they get that. Do I think they get that? You know, they're well do. Uh, cornerbacks. Cornerbacks, in my opinion, I wouldn't say that they're underrated, maybe in the spotlight, they're underrated. But when you're talking about dollar signs, I think they're, you know, I think they're rated well. You know, I think they they get their payout, which is, in my opinion, the hardest position to play on the defense side of the ball, without a doubt. Um, I play. Why do you think so? I play multiple positions. I mean, when you're telling someone to cover elite wide receivers and with these quarterbacks and their accuracies and their arms, you're talking about making a, Throw and breaking on the ball, intercepting the ball, and covering these guys, blanketing these guys. I mean, some of these guys are. I mean, they're they're, they're dynamic. You know, they're in the league of their own, and you're asking someone to cover them backwards. It's, it's to me, it's just a hardest it's the hardest position on the field because you're on the island. You know, when you're at safety, you have a linebacker and defensive line help. You know, when you're at linebacker, vice versa. But a lot of times, when they call that cover one, that blanket coverage, you're on the island. You know, and it's, it's either win it's or go home. It's you and him. It's win or go home. And you have to have – the hardest part about cornerback to me is the letting go of the last play and playing the next play. You know, you have to have a serious case of amnesia. You know, you have to forget that last play. Forget it and drive on. And a lot of times you're going to find corners – it's not that they can't play because they can play. Obviously, they've been there but they don't know how to get over the last play. And that's one of the hardest things for defensive backs to do.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's tough. I mean, got to have a short-term memory. I know me personally, like I didn't, obviously I didn't play professional football, but if I did and I got toasted on a route, that would be in my head the entire game. So I have a lot of respect for yeah, yeah. the ability to do that, man. It's tough. Um, it's tough. Yeah. It seems like a lot of rules these days are kind of targeted at defense and defensive backs in terms of quarterback safety, wide receiver safety. I mean, how do you feel about all these rule changes these days?
0: I think, I think when you're talking about targeting a guy, defenseless players, so forth and so on, I think there's a fine line. You know, if you go hit a guy who is defenseless, whether he's catching the ball, we're taught as defensive back to detach them from the ball. A headshot that's something different. I agree with that 1,000%. But when you're talking about anywhere between the neck down, that's fair game. We're taught to detach on contact. So that doesn't mean let him catch the ball and then try to detach. No, we're on a timing system. You know, we're taught back pedal, brake, target. You know, we're taught that for a reason to be on a timing system. And I just think sometimes the NFL is, is, is extremely soft. And I'm not going even talking about as far as the quarterback. Oh, my God. like You, you can't even – you can't blow your breath on those guys without them being a – No, you can't even look at them. You can't no, even look you, at them. You can't do anything to those guys now. So they're so protected right now. It's, it's not even funny. Like if – I mean, no wonder Tom Brady played until he's 45 years old, you know?
1: they He didn't get touched. Right. He only had one serious injury. I think it was a knee surgery. But right, right. Hey – so be it, I guess. Yeah. You know, at one point in time, at one point in time, you were the highest paid safety in the NFL. You remember that time?
0: Man, that was so short-lived. But you know, I enjoyed it for the <laughs> few days that it was. And you know, it's, hey, it's, you know it's what, funny what, I remember man. it because I believe Eric Berry came right behind me and broke that.
1: <laughs> man, what, what? come on. Give me some purchases with that money.
0: What'd you get? Man, listen, at that point in time, I already had money. So I didn't really have to go and get, you know, any crazy purchases, Uh, you know. Keep it in the bank. Let that money make some money. Investments, smart investments, and that's about it. But at that point in time, I was just looking to secure my future, secure my family's future, and that was pretty much it. Uh, nothing really, nothing that I really splurged them on.
1: Love that, love that. I'll, I'll hold some. You know, if you if you have a little, I like got you. Around. Hey, yeah, hey, hey when, why not? When
0: you come to Miami, tootsies on me.
1: Toots, ah, we got we got the <laughs> second floor tootsies. Little shoulder rubs. Well, you know, uh, one of my favorite things about you is you weren't alone in the NFL. You had three family members who were also in the NFL. Three other roles, correct?
0: Well, they're not they're not close relatives. you know, we're from the same place. You know, our families are from, you know, the islands down there in Bahamas, and Nassau, um, but not close related family members, no. Did they would you are they like cousins? Like Samari, um, I don't know who else. I mean, Myron, was you know, he had a short time in NFL. Uh, but, you know, those guys, you know, we, we're not like first second cousins or anything like that. You know, our families are just from the same. Yeah, place.
1: got you, got you. Do you think uh, – I want you to start, bench, cut, NFL families, okay? We'll start, bench, cut, okay. We got the Manning family paid into Eli. The Kelsey brothers, Jason and uh, Travis. And then we'll go with the Diggs brothers. We'll go with Stephon and Trayvon. I'm gonna,
0: am I'm gonna start the Manning family. Fair. Uh. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna start the Manning family. A little, little hesitation there. Yeah, what you know why? There? Because I'm, 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 I'm trying not to be biased and I'm trying to be strategic. So you know what I'll okay. probably do? I will probably. I have to start. I have to start the Manning brothers because it's quarterback. You know, quarterbacks are the, the team. But I really want to say I want to start the Kelsey Brothers because now you have an offensive lineman as well as a dynamic tight end slash receiver. And then I would have to cut the Diggs Brothers, although I do love uh Stefan Diggs and his game. Um, I like younger brother as well. Um, I think he gambles a lot at times and sometimes he gets beat a lot, but he is an interception machine, and he can definitely get a turnover, which is what the defense, I mean, which is what the offense loves. Um, so, yeah, I will start the Manning brothers, bench the Kelsey brothers, and cut the Diggs brothers. You know, Diggs, for example, Trevon
1: Diggs, he gets a lot of heat for seeking out interceptions. Oh, he, you know, kind of like you mentioned, and what the media says is he jumps too hard. He's not actually playing defense. I mean, what,
0: what do you make of that situation? I think it's I think it's accurate. I think it's accurate, you know, just being defensive back and watching his games. Um he has great makeup speed. You know, he's a long rangey guy. He can play the ball extremely well. Most importantly, when the ball is in his area, he knows how to come down with it and attack it at the highest point. But he does gamble a lot of times. And honestly, a lot of times you're gonna you're gonna find that scenario. When you see a guy that, that has a lot of interceptions, a lot of times they are gambling. And, you know, sometimes it might not end the way we want it to end. I guess that's just, uh, you know, those are just chances that you have to take. Um, but all in all, I think he's a great cornerback. I think he's a, a solid cornerback for the Dallas Cowboys. And I think his his, his career is just going to be on the up and up to keep going up especially
1: yeah. uh with that last name you're destined for greatness
0: right absolutely you know his brother has been doing his thing for numerous of years now and he's not slowing down anytime soon he's still a, a hell of a playmaker you know definitely one of the better wide receivers in this league and uh you know i think he he answers the call like, he steps up you know that's what i like most about Stephon Diggs is um you know when a tough gets going he goes and gets tough and that's admirable you know when a guy like him
1: Talking about New York football and the Bills, technically New York football. We got the Giants, obviously, which you played for, and then we got the Jets, which have not won anything since nineteen sixty nine. But now they're trying to trade for Aaron Rodgers. That whole scenario is going on. They're doing a bunch apparently there's a wish list of guys he wants on the team. Can Aaron Rodgers save the Jets?
0: I think Aaron Rodgers, along with some help, can save the Jets. Aaron Rodgers himself. No, he cannot save the Jets. Um Amazing. Anybody say, I don't know if anyone can save that franchise. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Um, an amazing player. Definitely one of the most feared quarterback, quarterbacks uh, in the NFL. You know, he's a guy that can make every throw with his eyes closed. Um, probably the most accurate. Well, you know, not probably. He is the most accurate quarterback I've ever played against. Um, but he's going to need himself some weapons. And I know he has a couple weapons over there already. He's going to need some more. And I, I, I thought in Green Bay, that's what he didn't have enough of are the weapons. Um, But then again, you know, and you know, I, I think I need to see a little bit more from him. I need to see a little bit more dog. You know, we see the, dog status. Yeah, we we see the accuracy. We see the athleticism. We see all those things. But I think me on a personal note, I need to see more of that 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 grit, that it factor. You know what I mean? He's so even keel yeah. all the time, and maybe it's just his facial expressions. But you know, he's a guy that was drafted with myself, so. I'm going to be a little harder on him, um, you know, out of being out of that 05 class. So I need to see a little bit more dog coming from him. I think once he let go and, and he show a little bit more dog, I think he'll become just that much more of a better player and leader. Yeah, and look, I only think he has a few years left. So yeah, time, time, to, yeah.
1: time to put it on.
0: I mean, he can have as, as much as four years left because he got it, but I'll give him another two years until he just wants to maybe hang it up.
1: Yeah, I mean, he – he, he, he thought he was going to do it this year until he did his little darkness retreat and uh, decided against it. University of Miami, huge college football program. They even made the final four in basketball this year as well. So congrats to them. But NIL is such a big discussion in terms of college athletes getting paid. How much money do you think you would get if NIL was around when you were in college?
0: You know, that, that's a, that's a question that I cannot answer. Um, you know, and the reason why I can't answer that because there's so many guys on that team that would have, um, you know, been been in the touch in the reach of so much money. You know, we had a phenomenal team, man, and we talk about that. You know, I talk about that with some of my peers all the time. Like, what if they had the nil doing our times? Oh my God! All right, forget about it. So I, I was looking at the stats.
1: 38 players from that team were selected in the draft. In the 2000, let me see, in the 2001 draft, 17 players from Miami were selected in the first round. That's more than half of the first round. Ridiculous. And there was an estimate that the 01 Hurricanes would cost nearly $120 million if they were an NFL team.
0: Listen, in, in 01, I might not have really made any coins, being that we were just special team guys. You know what I mean? We were special yeah. team guys giving the game we needed. Now that O four, you would you would have to pay me some some serious dollars, you know. O three and O four, you yeah. would have to pay me some serious dollars. But
1: and I'll help you carry it, man. I'll oh yeah,
0: it. like I think about guys, you know, like like Son Taylor and and Ken Dorsey and Aries. You know, those guys would have been making stupid money, man. It'd have been crazy. Man, I, w- I wish I was playing for Miami. You know? Right, but, right. I was well, I was one years old though.
1: I don't think I could have. <laughs> you, you you played a. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> You played a lot of basketball Uh, once you stepped away from football. You were telling me just, you know, for fun, for exercise. Who do you think has better athletes, the NFL or the NBA?
0: NFL all day. Really? Why is that? All day, because I think there's a lot more NFL players that can play basketball. But you're not going to find a lot of basketball players that can play in the NFL. The only time I feel like an NBA player can go to NFL, at least in college,
1: you know, think about uh, Antonio Gates, you know, he played college basketball, yeah, went you, to the NFL. You're
0: talking about a handful, but if you, yeah. if you ever hung out with an NFL team in the summer, we go to like a rec league or, you know, uh, 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 LA fitness, you will see how NFL players, they can really, they can really boogie like we can ball, they can ball. you know, what I, mean? <laughs> I know I can hoop, you know, I I can go. And, you know, I know there's a lot of players on, on just the teams that I've been a part of that can really, really hoop. But I don't think you can find a lot of NBA players that can really even take a hit, let alone give one. You know I think? A little, little bit on the soft side. It's a little bit on the soft side. I'm sure you got some guys, you know, that that can go out there and do their thing. Uh, But, you know, that's why they said football has made the most – NBA players known to man. <laughs>
1: Who from the NFL right now do you think can make the NBA? I'm going DK Metcalf. I think he could do it.
0: Nah, mm, I think he got the size and the, you know the bounce and everything. But you know you gotta have a, with his size, you gotta have crazy handles. You know he's a six, yeah. six three, six four guy. You gotta have crazy handles at that size. I don't know if he can handle the ball like that. Um, I saw Stephon did hooping the other day. But he'll be more like a, you know, sort of side like a Kyle Larry type guy. Uh, I'm not sure, man. I I would have to just go back into my memory bank a little bit and and see what's up with that.
1: In the NFL, one of your most memorable teammates, again, was Eli Manning. Send us off with your best slash favorite Eli Manning story.
0: You know, Eli... Like, my, my, my best story about him is not anything that's funny. My best story about him is you know going into Super Bowl 46 I, as a young guy I had been a part of a Super Bowl before and lost going into Super Bowl 46 we had he you know we called a team meeting or he called a team meeting I should say and his his message was very short simple and direct let's go t- let's go out here to take care of business You know, there's going to be a lot of people. There's going to be a lot of festivities. There's going to be a lot of parties. There's going to be a lot of distractions. We're not here for the distractions. We're here to win a football game. Let someone else take care of your tickets. Let the outsiders enjoy the parties and the festivities. When we win this game, we'll have a lot of time to party. Let's go take care of business. And something as simple as that, you know, it it may sound just that simple, but for a guy like myself who went to a Super Bowl as a youngster, who was involved with the tickets, was involved with the 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 parties, the the, the festivities, who wanted to be a part of, felt like, damn, you know, I'm here, I don't want to miss out. But that's not the main thing in task. The main thing at tasks is winning that damn game. And just by him saying that, you know, it it resonated with me so much. And it just felt like he was speaking directly to me. And I hope, you know, the rest of the team felt and heard the message as such. And um, to me, that's my most memorable Eli moment because he wasn't a guy of many words. But he felt the need to take it upon himself and address the team in that manner. And I'm forever, you know, I'm forever thankful for that moment because I think it helped me along the way and throughout the process of the Super Bowl where I had nothing but laser focus. Damn, man, I'm ready. I'm ready
1: to yeah. run through a brick wall. That yeah, man, no, he I had me that. right.
0: He had me right.
1: <laughs> how how often do you wear your ring, by the way? Never, never worn it. Office. You wait, you never
0: you've never worn it once. I may have put it on or like all right, all right, yeah, or yeah, like okay, show that's some fair. kids, you know, show and tell a little. Yeah. Bit. For me, the wearing and the personal, no, I never, I've never won.
1: Got you. Well, Antro, thank you so much for coming on, man. Great stories, great advice. See you next time on In Shambles. See you guys.